evening. And happy Rocktober! Rocktober the second here. Deacon himself with Darth Vader in the background. If you guys hear that noise, it's a cameo by Pug herself, a.k.a. Darth Vader. So you hear the... That was pretty on spot, because those two were Vader, and then there was a third Vader in the background. I don't know if you guys heard it, but there was Pug Vader. That's exactly who it sounded like. But welcome, episode 59 of the Deacon & Co. Show. Nate's here with me today. Nate, welcome to episode 59. Oh, man, 59 fucking episodes already, plus the touchdown reports, plus the mini-episodes. Man. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. It's like a machine. It's like a gift that never ends. It's like the gift that never ends. I didn't really want to go there, but... Anyway, moving forward, everybody, happy Rocktober. Rocktober the 2nd, as I mentioned, Saturday. And uh, you may be like, Deacon, did you have a couple of drinks before you did this show? Did you smoke a couple of joints before the show? And the answer is... Nope. No. I am just excited going home next week, and it's a few days away, so the excitement is starting to build here. But before I can talk about even going home and talking about what's going on next weekend at Aftershock, I promised you guys a recap of Sunday's set on the Touchdown Report and last episode. So, without further ado, Darth Vader, please, sorry, Pug Vader, please, don't interrupt this again. Without further ado, we give you a quick sports update. Uh, here we go, Nate. We got hoops and pucks being dropped and tossed. Basketball coming three weeks, of course, or 17 days, rather. And I know you're excited. The NHL will be back in 10 days. So what to look forward to in the upcoming season uh, from these sports, obviously, is the COVID factor and staying healthy for the longevity. And now you no longer are specified if – the national, for the National Hockey League purposes, of course, you are no longer specifically geographic to one region. You're going back to the full cross-country, all this type of thing. So, yeah, not like a couple years ago, man. Yeah, so this is going to be a big test to see who can stay healthy and whatnot. Um, the 90% of the NBA is vaccinated today. So that's a high number. That is a high number. So people that are... I think are, people are just ready to get back to normal in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh if you are found that you are do have COVID, um, you will not be paid for games missed. And that's what they're doing for guys that don't want to get the vaccination. And I, and I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, you're not telling them, no, you cannot play in this league. Just if you do and you happen to get COVID because it's your chance in your life, we're not paying you for when you're out on COVID. Yeah. Very, very, very respectable, very noble there. Um Game day coming up tomorrow, guys. Very big one, as I know you all have caught the touchdown report. Um, tomorrow's action we have here. Oh, wait. Before I give you what happened tomorrow, why don't we just quickly recap of what happened on Thursday Night Football. The Cincinnati Bengals moved to 3-1, and one, and not the Pittsburgh Steelers, not the Cleveland Browns, not the Baltimore Ravens, nay, but the Cincinnati Bengals are in first place of the AFC North. What the hell is that? I, I really couldn't tell you. I, I mean, strength of schedule, maybe. The rest of the division is hurt. The rest of the, I mean, the Ravens have a lot of injuries. The Steelers have a lot of injuries, but you can't make the excuses. Absolutely. By being the victory that they had, being that they got them a 3-1, and one, a big 24-21 victory over the Jaguars. Jaguars went up big in this. Never scored. Uh, second half, it was uh, more 
Cincinnati coming back. Uh, one touchdown for the Jags in the second half. 24 unanswered. So, hats off to the Bengals. I mean, again, yeah. you're playing the Jaguars. So, really, what what are you showing on your strength of uh, team there? But, that being said, 1 p.m., Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I'm sorry, this is tomorrow, 10-3. Kansas City Chiefs heading to the Philadelphia Eagles. Washington Skins and the Atlanta Falcons. Remember, both of those teams have only won versus the Giants. Someone's got to win, or do they? It could end in a tie. Buffalo Bills, lock of the week here, home versus Houston Texans. Uh, Chicago Bears at home versus the Detroit Lions, upset of the week. Lions are going to take that game. Carolina Panthers, Dallas Cowboys, clash in Dallas. Uh, Carolina wins that game there, guys. Indianapolis Colts, Miami Dolphins. The Cleveland Browns are heading to Minnesota to play the Vikings. The Giants are on the road in New Orleans to, or I don't know actually if they're in New Orleans again or if they're in Jacksonville for that game with the neutral site, but it's a home game for the Saints either way. Tennessee Titans, New York Jets, uh, other lock of the week there. Tennessee crushes the Jets. Old Titans versus New Titans. Arizona Cardinals, L.A. Rams, best game of the day. And I ain't going to tell you who wins that one. Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers, Baltimore Ravens, and the Denver Broncos. We're all going to find out if the 3-0 Denver Broncos are for real. The Pittsburgh Steelers are heading to the Green Bay Packers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers return to Tom Brady's New England home, which he never wants to go back there ever again. But he's got to win this scenario. Bucks win big. And then that brings us all down to all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Absolutely. Am I ready? Chargers, Raiders, big game. First place could be on the line here. Chargers are going to take it. But now, take it. that being said, upcoming shows that we got going on next weekend. Deacon and Co. show from the road in California. Going to be at Aftershock in Sacramento. Why wouldn't we be? Next show up, as long as you don't do what the Metallica world experienced last Sunday night to me, it's going to be an amazing show. Nay, why don't you break it to the Decaholics what happened on Sunday on Metallica's second set list. Uh, they played the Black Album almost in its entirety. No, not almost. <laughs> in its entirety, okay? So, uh, the set list there, okay, for Sunday night's show, um, it, it really is uh, something else Very there. Very special. Very special, was sure right. And uh, Deacon was happy that we didn't go to that show. Absolutely. Uh, here we go, leading in with Hardwired, going right, in, going right into the Four Horsemen. Again, told you guys we were going to hear these things, so both of my combination of my predictions happened for both of these shows. So, welcome home sanitarium, and then we go right into Struggle Within, My Friend of Misery, Follow the God That Failed, Of Wolf of Men, Nothing Else Matters, Through the Never, Don't Tread on Me, Wherever I May Roam, The Unforgiven, Holier Than Thou, Sad but, true. Sad but True, Enter Sandman, as you can see, the Black Album in its entirety, and it's then favorite album. the encore is nay, Blackened, Blackened in the air. and then Creeping Death. So, notice that I didn't say Master of Puppets, Puppetos. or One. I would have been crying. It would have probably been an uproar. Probably lit the place on fire if they didn't play either one well, of them. Well, they lit it on fire. I can tell you that much. Very good with the pyros there and whatnot. We felt it from where we were. Felt it, and uh, yeah, so it could so, have been on fire, literally. So did James Hetfield and whatnot. Um, 
cool that they did that. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean. Well, why wouldn't they? I mean, this is their, quote, biggest album. Uh, Not your favorite album. I just want to take a tally. All Decaholics, Deacon and Kosho, gmail.com. We'll post it to the Twitter page as well, Deacon and Kosho. Is Black Album your favorite album by Metallica? And I can tell you right now, Nay, that you would be the 1% that said yes. All Decaholics. Well, because it's the most, most Decaholics, sorry. It's the most pop element. Sure, sure. Uh, something, you hate. <laughs> something before Louder Than Life that was really cool, Nay, the Saturday while we were traveling back. Last Saturday, Metallica performed in Louisville, but was streamed for Global Global Citizens. Yeah. Very cool stuff that they did that. Uh, Of course, there, uh, much more appreciated. Not saying that the fans of the United States don't love Metallica, but Germany fucking loves Metallica. (laughs) So, awesome to see that. Uh, Like I said, next week, Metallica going to... Aftershock in Sacramento, we have a Friday show that the Deacon and Co. show will be at, and then a Sunday Which show. Which really means Deacon and I. <laughs> Deacon, and show, Deacon and Co. show is taking it on the road here. Uh, I, I'm still here. I'm just letting you know. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for, thanks for sharing with that. Uh, then we have, don't forget, we have uh, ATL Live and Hard Rock Love. coming up next month for these guys, along with Rockville, or Welcome to Rockville uh, Festival Which in Daytona Beach. Not going to. We are not going to be doing the uh, November shows only because of the fact that returning back for the 40th anniversary shows is going to be a lot of work and effort and fun and well worth it, so I'd rather skip those. But Plus, we realize we're not festival people. I wanted to say that too, and I I said that multiple times. Like it's a one and done for us, and it really is oh, it's because not two and done right uh, now. Well, now two and done, yeah, because that yeah, now. Now we, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, luck, luckily that the other one sold, you know, the uh, the the Rockville one, because like, the truth of the matter is this: is that yeah, it was a great time, it was a great experience with the company that I was with. But the bottom line comes down to is that is not our fucking scene. You know, and especially not mine anymore, and not yours. And when everybody was hammered, and I'm still fucking, you know, ready to go and crank up everybody, looking over and seeing that this guy doesn't know the fucking words, this guy's not singing. Like it really. Everyone's sleeping. Most yeah, I mean, it really was just crazy, you know. And I've never seen a concert where people were so tired. Yeah, and it was still as loud as it was because it was fucking loud. But yeah, it was the I GA guys. Like unless we, yeah, the GA guys were the only ones that were hyped up on anything. Yeah, so crazy there. And they're the ones that probably were sleeping there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's going to be coming up next month for you guys too. And of course, any more Met updates. We will let you know. One other cool thing I want to bring up about what Metallica is doing is, is that they're allowing, they're making another extra episode of their podcast, which I had mentioned to you guys is available on Amazon and Spotify, most of the places where you listen to the Deacon and Co. show. Much love to all Decaholics, new and old. But uh, you can actually, as a fan, record your experience they, with the Black Album, and they may pick you. The first 500 people to enter uh, will have potentially have a chance to have their voice on Metallica's podcast. How fucking cool is that? Pretty cool, except that I don't think you have much uh, of a relationship with the Black Album. No, it's uh, not. I think you could make some shit up, though. I could, but then that would be lying, you know, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, to... but then your name's on the fucking podcast, so who cares? I guess, I mean, unless, they, cool. unless they go back and, they, and Metallica may be listening to this. 
And they're like, yeah, sure. they're like, and we ain't doing it because that fucking chick on the podcast told him to lie. <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Or maybe, like, maybe your attachment to the Black Album could be when we saw the them at Apollo, and then that's how you spin it. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, let's see. The Black Album came out in '91. We've seen them in the Apollo in 2013. Very good connection. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> many, many moons it, later. It doesn't matter. It's your experience with the Black Album. Absolutely. So they definitely played the Black Album then. Absolutely. Uh yeah, we heard a couple songs from the Black Album. Uh moving forward here, Nay, with our uh, topic number one has also something to do with Metallica. Why wouldn't it? Okay. That's all we talk about these days. All right. So this one to me really fucking. Really, really puzzled me here, stumped me here. Okay, so um, I just wanted, just want to make sure, okay, that everybody knows, um, Super Bowl halftime show. Nay, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J, and Kendrick Lamar. I want to just bring the audience back to a story in 2015, where three weeks before the Super Bowl is about to be played that Metallica was yanked from the Super Bowl because they were said that they were not family-orientated. So what did they do? They hosted one of their best fucking concerts ever, and they called it the night before. And it was played in Giant Stadium AT&T Park over there. Okay? I happened to be crazy enough, okay, to think in my mind that Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J and Kendrick Lamar are family orientated. So I mean, they are now. You tell me, Nay, if this uh, sounds like this is family orientated. Nay, that sounds real family orientated. Sounds that like my you favorite. you can put that on the Super Bowl halftime show, risking the chance of a nutsack or a titty popping out, but Metallica can't play Enter Sandman at the Super Bowl. I don't I don't have words for that because I would like to say Burning Down Houses is cool to Eminem. Oh yeah, absolutely right. And, and, but uh, but but they Eminem did open up a restaurant called Mom Spaghetti in Detroit. Which is just a total sidebar that has nothing to do with anything Super Bowl related, but we were talking about Eminem, so I just wanted to let you know that there was a Mom's Spaghetti restaurant opened by Eminem because of his song, Lose Yourself. Wow. 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 Really? That was great, Nay. Mom's spaghetti. Wow, and I never thought that they could stoop even any fucking lower in Detroit. Jesus Christ, what is that by eight miles on to? Possibly. Anyway, fuck that shit. Like, don't get me started on this rampage about why Metallica should be at the halftime show. I mean, I guess they're trying to see where they can test waters because they haven't had a rap group in quite some time. They haven't had they had a lot of sexuality. In the last couple of years, I would have to say. Yeah, but I'm not going to be... And that's not... Look, listen, I'm not going to say this out loud, um, okay? I'm just going to say that a friend of mine, okay, said that... Uh, what's his face? Uh, Zach Levine. 
Adam Levine? Uh, sorry, Zach Levine is the fucking guy for the um, basketball player. Uh, Adam Levine. Um, yeah. Okay. On, get it right. Sorry, it's all the all the Levines. He's, he's your favorite. They're, they're all they're all all the, all the Levines are related somehow. He was like one second away from literally his dick popping out of his pants and having fucking through the microphone. That's just what one of the decoholics said to me. Actually, as a matter of fact, this morning. <laughs> so, being being that this one here, because this is a popular topic with a lot of people, that a lot of people are fucking very upset about this, about this lineup. Now, I love all of these guys, except for Kendrick Lamar. I don't know who uh, the fuck Kendrick Lamar is. I would wonder if people would be like, you know, Mary J's up and coming, and, you know, she sounds really good. Because that's what happened when freaking Missy Elliott was performing with Katy Perry. They were all like, oh, who's this Missy chick? Katy Perry's going to blow up her whole her whole thing. Like, she's going to be so cool and so hot. Yeah, no, Missy Elliott was lo- around way longer than Katy Perry's ever been. Yeah, absolutely. So I wonder if that stuff's going to happen. I don't know. But your opinion, best uh, Super Bowl halftime show that you have uh, ever got the experience to witness? Super Bowl? Halftime show, yeah. Halftime show. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. There's Always a lot, a lot of good lot. ones. A lot of good ones. There's a lot. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's hard. Very tough. Didn't Britney perform halftime once? Um, she might have. I'm not. I see. I I know. I who, know that we go through like we we do this sometimes. Like you and I were like, let's see how many we remember, and then we like quiz each other, and then we like go to Wikipedia or whatever, and like read one by one. I don't usually remember the Super Bowl halftime shows. I just remember the games. I know. I'm the opposite. Uh, yeah. I like Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, uh, Bruno Mars was, was good, but I was. I like Shakira and J Lo. That was good. That was another good one f- um, for me. I like. Um, What's my call? Tom Petty was good. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Tom Petty for me or uh, Bruce Springsteen, either one oh, of those I two. Remember that? Pretty sure they were back to back years too. But yeah, the boss was great. The boss is always great. Classic songs are what you're gonna hear there. But uh, that's the rampage there. DeaconDecoShowGmail.com, guys. Please let me know what your thoughts are about this halftime show that's going to be going on in this brand new stadium that we will be at next week. And then let us know what's your favorite halftime show performance. Absolutely. Nate, topic number two here. It is upcoming horror films going on, okay? This is only horror films here for you guys. What's coming? Ten one yesterday. Big one came out. Venom 2 and... The Adams Family. Are so, those horror movies? Do a two-for-one deal. <laughs> see, I don't know that that's see, horror. See one with the kids during the day on the matinee, and then take the wife at night to see Venom. Great deal spending a shitload of time and popcorn calories and in the movies. <laughs> uh, the upcoming there, uh, the next big one that's coming out, 1015, is going to be Halloween Kills. It's another addition yeah, to... Can we kill Jamie Lee's <laughs> character now? It's, I mean, it really... Because, like, it's like 30... More forty years later. Yeah, realistically, uh, it's just, just the hard character should have been dead like four times. Yeah, really never or ends. More. It's just one of those type situations where, you know, you turn around and uh, you would think that they continuously keep going on and on and on. And I on. mean, if Kelly Rowland can be in one of the Halloween movies, then uh, I think that's where you probably should have cut it off. Was Kelly Rowland in the Halloween, or was she the one that that Freddie says, "Ah, oh, how sweet, dark meat." Well, is it... Freddy vs. Jason. Jason. Michael Myers, Halloween. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. They should have cut that off then, too. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. It's okay. But we, we all do remember that classic scene from A Nightmare on Elm Street, or rather, Freddy vs. Jason, now, don't we? Uh,
Freddy Krueger. Can there. you be more racist <laughs> at that point? Freddy Krueger. How is that acceptable? Freddy's not a racist. He doesn't care. He kills anyone, any gender, any race. He's just a great guy. Deep down inside, he's great just guy. really just misunderstood. But next one coming up there with the Halloween series night, uh, I mean, just we'll see how it goes. I mean, you felt like that they should have stopped at the Rob Zombie. I think that the Rob Zombie got a little more graphic, and I uh, I think that you can't knock the original with John Carpenter, uh, but uh, Rob Zombie did a, he, he sold me on it, so I liked I mean, it. You would- out with some gruesome shit. Awesome, gruesome stuff. Um, next thing up, Nay, coming up here. This is a good one. This is uh, Last Night in Soho is actually about a singer ghost. Uh, or this woman who is a singer, and she kind of sees some shit and some spooky type of thrillers there. Uh, after that coming up, guys, Ghostbusters Afterlife. There is a second one with the female Ghostbusters. That's going to yeah, be on the that. 19th of November. And, of course, Raccoon City on the 24th of November, which is a zombie apocalyptic movie. Supposed to be some scary stuff, so we'll see what happens. Art the Clown, nay, they, they moved Terrifier to 2022. It's very disturbing I to me. I know you're upset about that. Yeah, Art the Clown's my boy. I like Art the Clown. Um, But uh, out of these uh, movies that I just mentioned here, Venom 2, Raccoon City, uh, The Last Night in Soho, Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, Adam's Family, or Halloween, uh, which one are you most anticipated to see here? I like Adam's Family. I like Venom. I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch all of them. But which one are you most anticipated to hear? Let me let me just see. Nate, what would you like from McDonald's? Uh, nuggets, uh, a Big Mac, or a chicken sandwich? Yes. All three. Yeah, that, that's not the answer. Which one are you most anticipated for? Um, I think I like Venom the most. Oh, very nice. Uh, that that's a good call on that one. Tom Hardy always I mean, plays I a good like role. Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. Uh, kind of looks like. like him a lot. It goes with the name here. You like guys with the name Tom, huh? Uh, that's yeah, what, that's kind of how it goes. That's right. Change your name? Yeah, absolutely not. I already changed it once. It's more than enough. I think you should change it twice. I'm going with Adam's family. I know it's going to sound corny, but I'm a big fan of the Adam's we family. Watching the old show the other day. Da 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 da. Nothing like the original TV show. Really love it. Why don't you like the TV show? What, what's it? You know, is it just the black and white thing about it? Like, what's is it uncomfortable for you? Or tell me, because I think it's funny. I think they're all great. I don't know. The movies were great. With Paramount, I believe did them in the in the nineties. I think it's slow. Oh yeah, well that's great, but uh, it's just slow moving. I, I mean, movies and TV now are way faster when it comes to getting to the point, and I just feel like sometimes it's like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I kind of get the joke, it's kind of corny. Absolutely. Continuing down to now, rapid number one here, all right, scarier clown for the audience, uh, our good friend uh, Pennywise, Georgie, you want some popcorn? Or... Art the Clown from Terrifier. Who's scarier? Clown. Why? What is it the difference? Because one's shorter in size, or what is it like? What one's is it? Not realistic. The other one is. Mm. Art the Art Clown can be a fucking murderer, and I think that someone could actually be him in real life, unlike freaking it. Which is demon ghost type, yeah. Yeah, like demon mm. Like, not that I don't believe in some of those things. Okay. But I just feel like he's, like, the extreme. 
he's more of like, for me, he's more of like, let me pop out and scare you type things, like the things that he turns into and he, you know it's coming and he's going to come out of door number one, two, or three. And it gives but you an he, option. Scary, scarier, scarier, or scarier. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I think if you're going for that, that's that movie, but I feel like we lived Art the Clown last week and I still am thinking about that guy. Absolutely. Uh, if you're listening to the Deacon and Co. show, a uh, guy who dressed up as Art the Clown uh, at the, the Louder Than Life Festival, reach out. Nay's looking for you because she's really interested on who did your makeup. Moving forward, Nay, uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with Art there as well. Best Halloween movie in the series, Nay, of all the Halloweens, Rob Zombie or John Carpenter. I'm going to go with me. It's two different ones. One, uh, because of my story with it that comes along with it. Uh, Halloween H2O, I'm not H2O, I'm sorry, Halloween Resurrection. Group of people thought it would be funny to go put some hidden video cameras inside of the childhood home of Michael Myers on Halloween, where he comes in and Buster Rhymes steals the show with his classic one-liner that will never, ever be forgotten in a horror movie. There's another one that comes on right after that, where he says, Hey, Mikey! Happy fucking Halloween! <laughs> I think it's great. No one's ever called the Mikey. Who the hell, <laughs> who the hell decided that Buster Rhymes should be in a Halloween movie? That's what I want to know. I want to meet oh, that man. producer or that person that was selecting the artists or actors to be in the movie and literally was like, yep, I want Buster Rhymes. The one that fucking raps faster than almost anyone else on the planet to be in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Classic on there. Uh, the crazy story about this one is, and I'll give you the other one in a second, guys, but this is a classic story. Um, my mom took my buddy and I to see it on his birthday. It came out. And we were sitting uh, in the back row of the movie theater, like one row before the end, because it had, for whatever reason... This movie theater had the handicapped seats all the way in the back as well. I guess easy access to the exits or whatnot. So there was a two-seater, then there was a row, and then, you know, the rest of the movie theater went regular. So every single time that, like, this guy saw my mom fucking, like, getting freaked out, he kept fucking touching her in the back of her neck, Nay. Oh, God. So she's jumping up in the fucking movie. literally probably wanted to punch him. Oh, yeah, it was fucking great. I can't imagine that was a good experience for anybody. It it was rough because about, like, three-quarters of the way to the end of the movie, she took the fucking bowl of popcorn, dumped the nacho cheese in there, and dumped it on this guy's head. Oh, God. So, true story. uh, I can see him on doing that. She could be genius of the week there, but, yeah, that's why, that's one of the reasons why, but that's actually one of the only three Halloween movies out of the 15 million that they have that I've seen in movie theater. Um, Another cool experience is every asshole does it. I just beat them to it before. As soon as the curtains go down, everyone puts a little Halloween music on their phone. You know which one I'm talking about.
I mean, that's just terrifying in itself, but as soon as the lights go down... Oh, no, they've made that into, like, some techno songs. I don't find that that music any scarier than any other Halloween music. Mm. Oh, well, we'll have to do theme songs on the Halloween episode coming Ooh, up late, later cool. on this month with also a quick recap of the things that we spoke we about here. We can talk about scary movies at that point. Original Halloween, uh, he's the boogeyman. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Michael Myers is uh, one of my favorites. It's... Freddie and Michael definitely I have up a there. Michael Myers story that we could tell. Uh, yeah, I, Myers. I said Miles. Yeah, so uh, there's we, my slip up of the week. We could definitely <laughs> save that one for. Uh, just save that one for the upcoming show, unless of course, nay, you want to share that story with the audience right now. No, I like suspense. We'll, we'll save that one. <laughs> awesome. We'll save that one for a so, rainy day. So, what's your best Halloween movie in the series? I went on a rapid, I went on a three-minute tangent, so I overkilled us on the rapids there. Sorry, but quickly, what is your favorite Halloween movie in the series? Um, I guess the first, first one. The original, John Carpenter, then, The Boogeyman. And then, if you have to pick the new ones, they kind of freak me the fuck out because they're a little gory. I like them and they're more Rob realistic. Zombie themed, yeah, so it's more realistic. Didn't like Rob Zombie, but uh, he's a good director. He is absolutely. Nay, rapid number three here, and it's our last one of the day. Uh, best Super Bowl you've seen? Everyone that Tom Brady wins. You know, Every single one of I them. don't want to be disrespectful Rings on this. just keep coming. But they just keep coming. <laughs> Here we go. I'll just jump ship. If he wants to go play for the Giants next, which I know he's not, yeah. but I'm just saying, I will be a Giants fan. You'd be if a Jet you, fan if Tom Brady was on the Jets. Oh, yeah. Wow. If he went to freaking L.A. Rams, I'd be there next. Terrible. Best Super Bowl I've ever seen was involving your boy Brady. Super Bowl 52. February 4th, 2018, the Philadelphia Eagles walked on a mission, and they went in there, and they fucking took care of it. Philly special, whatever you want to call it. Birds win. Philly special? Birds win, making the complete rematch for a Brady-Eagles Super Bowl again. Which will never happen again. Because he's in the same conference. And probably because the Eagles won't be there by the time Tom Brady's yeah, still playing. They're, they're done. But moving forward here, going to wrap it up for you guys quick here on this one. Quick show. I hope you guys are uh, having a great weekend here. But um, genius of the week here today. And this is a good one, okay? Um, was I involved in this genius? Yeah. It's, no, you were not involved in this genius. But um, the, the, the crazy thing about this is is that I always ask for people to give uh, recommendations, uh, recommendations for... Um, the genius of the week, because I always see things out there, and I want to know, like, you know, like, if you see something that's bizarre, because everyone's got a fucking camera nowadays that's recording something, let me know. So one of our loyal decaholics um, is kind enough to get us a story. So here it goes. We're going to keep all the names anonymous, but you will love this one. Every time I hear that, it just cracks me up. Clinically brain dead, don't need a second opinion. Entrance to theme of the week there for you guys. Uh, Theme of the week. Genius of the week there. So, a good friend of ours works for a company that removes uh, all kinds of products, like from, like, not not like a junk removal, but more along the lines of, like, a, I guess, moving company. Okay. So, gets a phone call from this guy, from this lady, Nay, gives her the address and whatnot, tells him, okay, go over there. Don't worry about it. Just knock on the door. Go right in the house. Take out this love seat, and um, call me when it's done. I'll pay you with the credit card over the phone. So now, this guy goes and knocks on the door. No one answers. 
Now he puts his combat boots on, kicks in the door, or kicks the back of the door just to try to, you know, draw attention because he's calling this woman on the phone and she's telling him, don't, there's somebody there, keep, don't, make sure you do this. And at this point, for me, I don't deal with shit like that, Nay. You're telling me to go knock and bang on doors? Fuck that. Call the person, tell them I'm outside, otherwise I'm fucking leaving. That's yeah. where it should have ended right then and there. Yeah. So now he gets somebody who's like, yeah, I, I really have no idea uh, like what you're talking about or anything like that. So now they get someone who knows what the fuck is going on, okay? Apparently, apparently the situation was where they had a pregnant love seat. It was a gift to her niece, but the woman had a fight with her niece and decided she was going to be an Indian giver. And take it back? Wanted to take it back, but did not want to just take it back herself. Wanted to hire a company to go on someone's property, take it without consent, because once you give it to them as a gift, it's no longer your property. Yeah, it's a gift. So now, not only do we have 15 violations there, what a fucking genius, because now... The other genius corresponds or counteracts with, okay, can you please just tell her you took the chair, charge her credit card, and go in the backyard and take a lawn chair? What the fuck is going on with this family? Who's more? What, what, which one is more deserving? Which one is more deserving? You're both breaking the law in some way, shape, or form. Who's more genius of the week? The asshole said take a lawn chair or the one that said don't tell my niece you're kidnapping her fucking pregnancy chair? I think taking back the chair is worse than taking a lawn chair. A lawn chair? What are you going to do with a lawn chair? How much is that really going to cost someone to take away? Yeah, I mean, just absolutely. It was $50 just to remove one lawn chair. Absolutely crazy there. Genius of the week there, Nay. True story. Thank you so much. One of our biggest fans, Jose. From West Babylon, New York. Jose Cuervo? No, not Jose Cuervo. Jose. I don't think he's our friend, Jose Cuervo. <laughs> Jose Cuervo is always my friend. But here's the thing here. Jose was kind enough to actually eyewitness this. Thank you so much for being a fan of the Deacon and Co. Show. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for us today, episode 59. Be sure to enjoy game day tomorrow. And I look forward, episode 60. Episode 60 will be from the road. Touchdown Report Week 5 will be from the road. We're and excited. Going to be great. But for now, follow us on the majors of social, uh, Instagram and Twitter, Deacon and Co. Show, deaconandcoshowgmail.com for all of your inquisitive purposes. But for now, Deacon and Nay are out.